It's time for the Motown Rundown, presented by Impact 89 FM, WDBM. This is your home for all things Detroit sports, from the Lions and Tigers to the Pistons and Red Wings. Now here's your host, Ryan Rabinowitz. Welcome in to episode 42 of the Motown Rundown. As always, your host Ryan Rabinowitz joined alongside Trent Bailey and Ryan Collins coming to you from the Impact 89 FM studios in East Lansing, Michigan. Gentlemen, good evening. Good evening. How are we doing? Okay, a little upset. Uh, the Stafford infection, rest in peace. Yeah, well, it was a blessing in disguise that I don't have to show up on a Wednesday or a Thursday anymore to get my clock cleaned <laughs> by some <laughs> way better athletes than we are. I, I, I will say, coming into that game, I did make the comment that I wouldn't be that upset if we lost because the the team, if we would have won the game last night, the team we were going to have to face was, I believe, either 3 or 4-0. and Yeah, that's and that could have been I mean, embarrassing. We get, that could have been think, embarrassing. I'm pretty sure we were mercied in – 50% of the games anyway, so yeah. I was probably, probably yeah. for the best. Recipe for disaster. Collins and I were talking about the, 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 the team makeup and kind of the downfall. We of had team. no chemistry. Just, just no chemistry. We, I will say, the new quarterback was incredible. That guy was <laughs> such a good athlete. Yeah, Ryan Baxter. Stud. I felt so bad when I dropped that pass. I was like, well, I'm never getting another pass in Collins, flag football. Trent, you missed it because Trent was absent for that game. We, not, we won't hold it against you because you were great. I, you might, Trent would have been the MVP, I think, of the year. Uh, no. Mitch is in the running, too. Mitch had like five interceptions through three games. He'll tell you that every time you, you talked about the lead, too. It was, it was, it was crazy. Mitch, but... Mitch also was a part of the best rivalry of the year. That was great. Oh, yeah. One, I she, wasn't at that game. No, it, it was, was great. great. You he started was... calling Mitch Toucan Sam. Yeah, I didn't understand. <laughs> yeah. Because I get it, I Yeah. But uh, Collins Collins runs out for a pass. <laughs> Collins called himself a rotational tight end. We only had, by the way, we had 10 guys, 9 flags. We had to rotate a flag. So that was a mess. I don't know how an IM league does it. we got to talk to Eric Bach about that, how you don't have enough flags. Yeah, it's that's, actually the, – the refs didn't have flags. That's Bush League. Yeah, what a joke. The refs, they were waving soccer flags. They didn't have, like, real flags. They were Every time it was a penalty, they'd raise a flag. We might have had uh, 300 penalties that game, too. We had a false start like at least once a possession. False yeah, starts. It was tough. Yeah, I didn't get it. I it was, didn't understand. Who's got it. happy feet? It was. Everyone. It's yeah. It was not. Good. No one sat. No one's flags on. Your buddy, who's the center, was killing me the whole game. He was so funny. Wojo. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, he, first well, of all, you, Rabinowitz and Wojo get into it early, where he's just like, "Well, Wojo doesn't know how to block it being the center." No, no, and, no. And then no. Wojo overhears them. He's like, "Hey, you want to say that to my face?" And said some other expletives. No, I all it I told so Wojo funny. was he was the center and he was snapping between his legs. Which, if you're snapping between your legs. Like whatever. I kind of like that. <laughs> which fine, fine. But all I said was, once you snap it, you have a, res- you got to at least make an effort to get in front of the guy rushing. This guy was the fastest human being of all time that was rushing. So I was trying to block too, and he was blowing past me because he comes in unscathed. I'm like, can you at least step in front? He's like, he's like, you, you don't even play. You never even played football in high school. How would you know? I go, dude. I, I by the way, a humble brag. I did play football for four years in the Novi Bobcats. I was a two-time Super Bowl champion, starting center. Two-year captain. So is Novi I, Bobcats like the younger peewee football? Yeah, like the like Pop Warner football. That's kind of okay. sweet. We yeah. were the Granville Bulldogs. We should have been the Granville Puppies. Okay, never we got to high school. Never, never played you guys. The puppies. We, a lot of Lav- Livonia. Livonia had three teams. They were they always stacked the Falcons. It was a mess. But Collins goes out for a pass. No gloves. Uh, no cleats on the turf though. 
Uh, it, makes a pretty, it was a tough draft. Makes a pretty athletic jump. He had to kind of turn back to get the ball, and he dropped it. Dropped it. Couldn't quite come up. And he, it was great. Me and Mitch are on the sidelines, and he, Colin, Colin slams the turf. And I go, I go. He knew he's not getting a ball the rest of the game. Mitch that is was my his roommate, only one. by the yeah, way. That was his only yeah. ball he knew he was getting. I didn't get a pass. I, I, came, I came out of the game immediately after. I didn't. I did nothing in that game. But anyway. Great season. Good. It was a lot it was of fun. fun. I'm glad people played. I will say we did increasingly add more people as the year went on, so it was hard to build chemistry, and we didn't have a ton of athletes. Like, no. we really didn't. Not a lot of Except guys. Our new quarterback speed. was Seneca Wallace. That guy was incredible. <laughs> yeah, he did a good job. And I unfortunately, after two or three games, I had to hand uh, hand over the, uh, the the radio to someone else. Yeah, he was No fam- one liked yeah. me a quarterback. No, I, I, I did. Whatever it is, what it is. I did. I, you I did, you just weren't making plays. It's just what it is. If no one ever, if no one ever gets open, and you don't have time to throw the ball. It's kind of hard to make plays. But I digress. Uh, let's move in now to some Detroit sports outside of our uh, our fantasy flag football uh, that that we like to talk about probably too much on this show. Uh, the Red Wings. Why don't we start with the Red Wings? We have Red Wings today. We have Pistons today because the Pistons do play this Wednesday against the Pacers to kick off the regular season action. And then we'll talk about the Lions. Yay! <laughs> we'll talk about the Lions and the show with the picks, of course. I and I, we we have not had this was probably one of the rare weeks when uh, the Motown Rundown group chat was not very active during the game. Yep. Yeah, because we're all depressed. Well, Everyone I mean, just kind of knew like this is ridiculous. I mean. I don't know. I also had to watch the game. I had to work at two o'clock, so I watched the first the first quarter. I listened to like two plays on the radio going into work, and I recorded the rest of the game. So I came home and I finished the game. Didn't hear any scores or anything. I got through it. I finished the game at like six o'clock. That's impressive. Which was which was, I'm glad that I pulled it off, but I I wanted to watch every second. So of we could have blown it for you. It. Is that what we're saying? You could have. Yeah, could have I, I, didn't, I didn't look at any of my texts because my uncle Steve. Every time my uncle Steven watches the game, every play that happens, he like texts me about. Okay. So I tell him like I'm not gonna look at it till after the game. But anyway, uh, we'll start with the Red Wings. What's wrong? Are you gambling over <laughs> no. there? That's why you're no. You're, no. you're in distress. Collins just gives little like. Disgruntled looks. Yeah, when things Kyle's happen. mind is usually elsewhere. It'll be like it'll be like a third and eleven, just a little drop. I, I'm just gonna say Demarius Thomas lose my phone number. <laughs> Dude, you, you just gotta okay. make that catch. But whatever. Okay. You. Yeah. Yeah. Let's uh let's jump into some Red Wings here. They are in season, full stride. They now sit at three and five, good for seventh in the Atlantic Division. Uh, they lost to Edmonton two to one in their last contest. I believe they've now dropped four straight games. Do you like Edmonton's alternates? No, I love them. They're terrible. Love them. They're some of the worst jerseys I've ever seen on on hockey ice. That's a bad bad take. I don't like them at all. But uh, they will play Vancouver at home tomorrow night, being Tuesday night. Uh, they just recently lost to them five to one. Uh, so thoughts on the team? Um, I know Trent's not a huge Red Wings guy, but you promised me you'd watch some games this year. Go Wings! Thank you. That's that's, that's Trent's analysis. So LGRW. Collins, I'll turn it to you because Trent's getting warmed up for Pistons. We'll keep him out. You can keep getting shots up I, over there. You know what? I just I wa- I've watched a couple games. I just don't have that. That's hockey good. Well, IQ. That's why that's why the podcast works. Trent's just a big sports guy. Look at it. Trent. Your mom. I'm gonna. Whoever who was giving us crap for not interacting with the fans of Facebook Live was it your mother? I was I was kidding. Yes, it was. Okay, uh, I'm gonna to like I'm, gonna, the bus. I'm now no, going to like your mom's comment no, on the Facebook that was, Live. That was her gripe. If you <laughs> Mrs. Said, Valley, we see you and hear you and appreciate no one, you. No one responds. To I her like questions. I like them That's all. That's what she said. She no. put up an emoji of the hockey stick. <laughs> your mom, your mom said she was on the jumbotron once. There you oh, go. That's great. 
That's great. Apparently, she asked some questions in the last Facebook Live, and oh. no one answered them. And that's what I've she heard got that upset. too. I've heard that too. But at okay, the same well, time, that's I, not me. I'll wear I'm that. Too, I, I have to. Be I'm better. too distracted during the show. <laughs> yeah, to, like, Collins is busy watching no, other sports teams no, play on his no, lab, on his This tablet. is a very rare occasion. I do this. It's probably like once every like three episodes. I'm watching something else. Because <laughs> yeah, the other times this tablet isn't charged. Yeah, that that. Why do you think I don't have a tablet in front of me right now? What not sure. Oh, First of all, one, one of the major issues about Impact Studios, <laughs> we do not have outlets in this thing except behind a host chair. Yeah. It'd be so nice to I, plug. Uh, yeah. It'd be nice to ha not have my laptop cord wrapped around my throat when, when I'm I trying have a, to charge yeah. my laptop. When I have a seven-year-old Surface Pro that I got in high school that barely works still, and it's basically dead after 45 minutes, it's kind of hard to make it through one show. So right. that's why I don't have a tablet. Not, okay. But move on it's to the a, wings. Okay, to the wings. I'll talk. I'll try, you can chime in if you want to. I'll talk. Well, okay, go ahead. This Kyle, might already. be like the dumbest thing since we're on a Detroit. Like, Go for it. Yes. Is Jimmy Howard hurt? No. Why is Bernie playing so much? Uh, Jimmy Howard's not been great. I, that's a good question. I think because they were on the they were on the road trip and uh, the, whatever that part I know, of Canada. Yeah, is. I know he was like two and zero, but at the same time, like he was terrible against Edmonton. Yuck. Yes, correct. So bring me to my to my one point here that I want to make. Here's kind of the story of the season so far for me. And again, only eight games in. I don't want to get on here and start making these bold, rash assumptions about the team or these claims. Uh, there's only six teams in the NHL with less goals for than the Wings. The Wings have 19 goals for. Uh, some more things I want to get to that I can kind of Are you getting your marshmallows? I am. Trent brought a, uh, an entire bag of marshmallows to the show today. First of all. Can I, I have I, another one, please? I yes, know we're, I don't want to get sidetracked Thank again. Thank you. Can I no. eat it in the mic? Yeah. Trent, I... All due respect, you. I've mm. never, Delicious. ever, ever. It is a weird play to have uh, marshmallows on hand at all the time. He's They're a little a, wet, a little kind of sticky. No, they're a little sticky. It's, not even, brand, not, it's not even that. It's just marshmallows. I've never heard of someone who just like casually snacks on marshmallows. Well, can I look at the nutrition facts? Yes, you can. The serving size is four. Okay, so in four. You say you have four every day. Probably. What? That is. I eat them pretty often. There's not a ton know. of calories in marshmallows, I guess. No, it's not even that. It's just like marshmallows yeah, are just, a weird thing. It's I, just weird. Yeah. Anyway. It's weird. I'm anyway, not a marshmallow guy. Off so the marshmallows, whatever. onto the wings. Okay. Okay. Here's your top line. I'm going to read you some stats here. Top line, Anthony Mantha has 10 points. Tyler Bertuzzi with 8 points. Dylan Larkin with 7 points. Your next, you want to guess, Collins, who the next highest point getter on the Red Wings is? With who'd you say? Mantha has 10, Bertuzzi has 8, Larkin has 7. Keep in mind, that's your first line. So great first line so far. Who do you think has the next amount, next highest points, Mike and Green. what's that point total? With how many do you think? At four. Danny DeKaiser with four points. Dang. And then your next highest forward uh, has three. There's a lot of guys with three points, but just to put in perspective of the, of the production or lack thereof of the team, I just think the story is right now, and... I, this is not some bold claim because I think people kind of saw this coming in. Other than your top line, you really have very little offense. I mean, the uh, the other lines have contributed next to nothing. Philpula and Hirose are, are minus five. Uh, Andreas Antonisiu is a minus seven on the year. And again, for reference, Bertuzzi, Larkin, and Mantha are plus three, four, five, respectively. So as far as being on the ice and producing when goals are scored... Those are pretty much the only guys that are on the ice making anything happen. Yeah, Your other forwards are just taking up space on the ice when the team gets scored against. So, not great. Neither of your goalies has been very good either. Bernier's got a 303 goals against average and 905 save percentage. Jimmy Howard, 381 goals against average and an 898 save percentage. Ugh. That's not great at all. No. So, it's hard to... 
after you come off your first two games of the year, I think it was a very exciting start, and especially when you beat a team like Dallas at home to open up your season, uh, tremendous start, and it gets people excited. And that's why you just, especially with the wings too, you can't really jump to any conclusions too early because it's a long, obviously all sports seasons are long, but a lot of things like, again, look at the Blues. The Blues were in last place in December or January, and they won the Cup. So it's hard to make assumptions now the Edmonton Oilers are I think now 7-0-1 or something astronomical uh I think as Collins always says water finds its level right I've, I've now just put that on you I like saying I, that every yeah, week it might be I, yeah it, it might, might be, be more you. my thing yeah but either way uh Edmonton's a pretty strong team uh Vancouver's got some young talent that that they're at least an enjoyable team to watch, kind of like the Red Wings, probably a bit more polished and a year or two ahead in their rebuilding of their team. So it's not like they're losing the slouch teams, and I think it's going to be a lot of, you know, you'll clean up the bottom of the barrel. You might sneak a game here or there against the mid-tier teams, and when you see the, the, the better teams, you're probably not going to compete as well. But it is what it is so far. I mean, I don't I don't have any negative comments about about – effort level or a lack of compete they're just getting there there's just better teams and it comes down to your depth you don't have any depth you really don't you bring you bring Valtteri Filpiel in to kind of whatever play a veteran role and just to buy some guys time and in the minors like I said he's a minus five Taro Hirose's getting his first uh full season action also a minus five none of the other forwards I don't think any of the other forwards um have a have a positive plus minus besides Bertuzzi, Larkin, and Mantha. So outside your first line, and to be honest, it's a first line that doesn't really match up well with many other first lines in the league, but they are what they are. I don't really have much else to say about the Red Wings. I'm not going to get into, like, season, like, define, like the, the first, like, month of the year in hockey is very, like, it doesn't really matter. It matters, right. but, it, like, unless you take yourself out of, like, the playoff race, it's pretty hard to, like, make any, de- like, declarations of, right. like, what this team's going to be. But, uh, I mean, their D is not as good as, like, not, I mean, it's just not good. We've always talked about it. They don't have a lot of defensive depth. But at the same time, I've been really impressed with Hironic. I mean, yeah. I, I, I I think he stepped in, and he really looks like he's possibly a top two guy in your lineup eventually, which is something that is you should be optimistic about. Other than that, I mean, I, the three games I watched Bernier started all of them. So I was like, what is going on? I was like, is Howard hurt? What's going on? But other than that, my only take on hockey this year is that I love the Edmonton Oilers jerseys. And oh, and I, I will say this. It seems like the Red Ones, they get stored in bunches. And they don't really, like, figure out how to, like, come back. Like, the last, th- I think the three games I watched on the West Coast win, it was a like 0-0. Zero zero. I changed the channel for five minutes. It's 3-1. to one. So, I, yeah. I, I, I mean... A little bit more compete after you get like down like that, but I mean, the same time. Like think... you said, they're playing better teams. They're just like, right. I yes. I thought they'd be feisty. I I mean, we'll see if they're able to pick it up and it's a lower level team. So another thing too, I want to mention because I, I I was just kind of I always kind of pick through the Grand Rapids Griffins stats and see how the younger guys are doing. Uh, so far through five games, I believe the Griffins are like three and two. Uh, so nothing nothing spectacular to start, but uh, I don't know if this grinds your gears a bit or makes you uncomfortable. Joe Valeno has zero points in five games. Philip Sedina mm. has one point through five well, games. Well, Joe Valeno is your boy. Love Z- Joe Valeno. Yeah. But Sedina, I mean, Sedina is a guy that people just like expected he was going to be up like year one. Right. He's going to take some time. And I think everyone in the Detroit organization kind of understands that now. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, that is a little concerning, but... And even even a guy like Rasmussen, who I believe at the he him and Chris Terry are like one and two for for uh, 
point leaders on the Griffins. I think Rasmussen has like five or six points. Um, but that's a guy, too, who I think people are, are getting frustrated with because he's now been in your system for two, three. It's either his third or fourth year in the in the system. And he was the ninth overall draft pick in his respective year. And people are kind of looking at him like, how is this guy not on the second line or the third line? And you had to keep in mind, too, this kid's only 20 years old. He's, yeah. he's younger than I am. So there's there's needs to be some level of patience. And I understand the frustration where people see – you know, you see Jack Hughes is playing up, and, and he had his first goal. Um, I think that was the Devils had to be like their fifth yeah, or well, sixth game. Yeah, well, they have no Jack bit. Hugheses. That's the thing. They don't have elite, right. elite guys. Exactly. Jack Hughes, the Capo Cacos of the world, um, even the the Quinn Hughes, who, came, who made a, a pretty pretty early appearance on for Vancouver. So I just think it's 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 going to have to take some time, and you're still fighting the, the, the bad contracts. Like It's not like this team – you know, is is primed to just shoot guys up the pipeline. You got Darren Helm taking up four and a half million dollars a year on the third, fourth line, depending on the night. Uh, Nielsen as well. You have Philpula here, Adam Ernie. Like there, there's guys on this roster that you have to play. Um, at least they're they're taking measures. Like you know, Jonathan Erickson's been a scratch for. I don't even know if he's had a game yet. I haven't. I, I admittedly haven't watched every single game of the Red Wings, but um, it, the. That's it is concerning when you look at the Griffins though, and it's like, okay, none of these young guys are really producing. Yeah, I yeah, I it's early, like you said, it's still early. Exactly, so. and that's why it's like even hard to talk about the Red Wings like right now because yes. again, you're eight games in and and whatever. Why does my laptop do this? I don't know. This I don't know. Like what... Shuts off. It just shuts off. Yeah, I know that's tough. We're back. We're back on. Uh, either way. Red Wings play Vancouver tomorrow night being Tuesday. I think it's like 7.30 at home. So that's a game, too, if I was a betting man, which I am and used to be kind of, sort of, you'd put money on the wings there. They're not losing 5-1 again to the to the Canucks, I promise you that. Okay. Hopefully Howard's in that. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if he's actually hurt. That's a good. I, they haven't called anyone up goaltending-wise. I so. know, but I like the last like, two times I've watched were, were bat-to-bat. Bernier was both starting, so I was confused. Is that how you say his last name? Yeah, Bernier. Okay. I do know that. I, I, was know making, I was making I was making sure I was saying it the right way. Excellent. But. So now we'll move on here to the Pistons. Pistons are kicking Sweet. off their regular Let's season go. action on Wednesday. Can't wait They're for the NBA. They're taking on the Pacers on the road. Pistons, of course, last year forty-one and forty-one on the season. They were swept by the Bucks in the first round of the playoffs, as I called. Uh, three and two in the preseason. Not sure if anyone cares. I didn't watch a single second of preseason basketball for any team. Uh, so, so far, Trent, I'll go, I'll go over to you because you've been quiet over there for a little bit. You've been warming up. Trent's been in the gym uh, thinking Pistons over there while we've been talking Red Wings. Life is good. Uh, so I assume you've watched preseason basketball because you're yeah. just a basketball guy. You love the Pistons. You got the shirt on already. I've never seen Trent wear anything other than a uh, Detroit sports team shirt or a LeBron James shirt. That's that, always I, I that's always, accurate. No, I, that's I dress accurate. the part here. I try. You dress up for the I, meetings, too. I, yep, I got to show out, but... Um, the, yeah, dude, I'm, I'm re- trying to like recollect the time you maybe no. had something else on. No, I, even I wear, don't. I don't wear anything else. I, I don't wear, even think like, you wear like Spartan stuff very often either, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, I, I have, I have a decent. Amount yeah, of you got that stuff. good. Yeah, I know. You know it's the just, shirt. He's got like the pads on, like the shoulders. You know what yeah, I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Trent. Shirt. Other than your clothes, uh, so far preseason wise, what have you seen? Joe Johnson cut today, waved today. Yep. Uh, no one cares, but whatever. Uh, what have you seen so far from the team this preseason that you like? So real quick, just to address the Joe Johnson thing, probably a good move. Uh, he was too old. Had a swollen Achilles I, that came out today. That was the report. That's not a good sign. I mean, you're not going to have a swollen Achilles if you're uh, still in basketball shape. 
So I don't think he was good enough to go. Christian Wood earned his roster spot. But the Pistons this year, honestly, I think the depth is going very unnoticed. I think it's a sneaky team. Um, and I got the Pistons winning 47 games. That's a lot of games. It's a lot of games. That's a lot of I mean, games. They won 41 last year, and they kind of like sucked yeah. at the end They're of the year. Their over-under is 37 and a half. That's, is it really? Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. They have a, that's a lot of games. Team. I'm going to say 47, though, and okay. I'll tell you why. Because I think all the additions the Pistons made were addressing the problems that they had last season. Uh, dynamic scoring off the bench, you had none of it. Uh, you were relying on Langston Galloway and Luke Kennard to carry the load because Thon Maker was your only backup big man besides Zaza <laughs> Pachulia. So... You brought in Derrick Rose, you brought in Tony Snell, you brought in Markeith Morris. Those are three guys who are going to come off the bench, at least Snell will probably start at the three, as he should. He's going to be guarding the best player on every team that the Pistons face this season. Uh, he's a lockdown defender. He's not going to be asked to do much on the scoring load because you got guys like Langston Galloway, Bruce Brown, not Bruce Brown, why am I saying his name, Luke Kennard, Derrick Rose coming off the bench to score. Um I guess the biggest disappointment would be Sekou Domboya probably isn't going to contribute at all this year. As you thought he would. I, I thought he would start by the end of the year. Um, eat crow, uh, eat as crow. Collins would say. Eat crow. But um, really, though, I think the Pistons' biggest concern this season is just going to be Blake Griffin. How many games does he actually play? Because if Blake Griffin isn't playing games, this isn't a team that I think can go out and win a, a close game that's tight in the balance, say, on the road in Miami with Jimmy Butler or in Brooklyn with Kyrie Irving, it's going to be hard even in a weak Eastern conference to win games that are in the balance when you don't have your star player available, because then as we know, Pistons fans are pretty quick to turn to Andre Drummond and say, win us the game. And as we well know, uh, he's not very capable of doing that, but I think you're going to see a great year from Andre. It's a contract year. He wants to get paid. He wants to get paid by the Pistons. I think the Pistons will do it right or wrong. Um, yeah, 47 wins for the Pistons this year. That's my prediction. I think Andre Drummond averages 18 and 16. Blake Griffin averages somewhere from like 24 points. I'll say seven rebounds and four or five assists a game. And I think Derrick Rose is your MVP of the team. Just because I think by the end of the year, Derrick Rose might be starting at point. I think you're Ooh. moving on from Reggie. Whether or not he plays well this year, and Derrick Rose is the hero for the team. Completely disagree with the Derrick Rose thing. <laughs> I'm just all in on D. Respectively, Rose. If Derrick Rose gets hurt in the first week, then I will just completely <laughs> rescind everything and go a different way. I think Derrick Rose is a good depth guy, like you said. I will say this. I want this on the record. Me and my buddy have been talking about it. Marquise Morris is not Marcus Morris, so people need to really think about that because yeah. Marcus Morris is very much better than his yeah. brother. He's a better shooter. So, no, he's a better defender. He's yeah, quicker. He's, he's better everything. Yeah, yeah, so when you're like, hey, they're compar- they're not. Marquise yeah. Morris, yep. like is a decent is a decent seventh or eighth man. He's not his brother. Just I'll give you get that. that everyone needs close. to get that through their stroll. They're not even close. <laughs> like right. he, like people are like, eh? <laughs> like he could contribute. Eh? No, he's not. Well, he's he'll like, contribute, but he's, he's not, gonna, not. Like you know, he's not going to do. He's not crazy. that good. I'm just. I just want people to hear that. Okay. At the same time, you look at this business. And you're right. It's going to be interesting how long, how much they play Blake Griffin this year. I I I just don't see this team not being able to get into playoffs and not being better than they were last year. Because you look at last year, they had so much up and down. They were either really, really good yep. for a long spurt of time or they were terrible. I think they were 14-7 and seven going into January. Yeah, and then or they lost December, like a million. They lost a million games in a row once they went on a West Coast yeah, trip. So I, I do think Reggie Jetson, I think Reggie Jetson obviously gets paid too much. He's obviously not as good as his contract. He's also not horrible. No, I, th- I don't think so at all. Yeah, I, I agree think, with you. Like, the only problem with Reggie Jackson is 
He literally thinks he's Michael Jordan in the last 10 seconds of each game. And I also don't think his teammates like him that much. I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But other than that, that's like his only two pro- If not, he's a serviceable point guard. Of course. Serviceable. Derrick Rose is better, though. I think I think the key this year is if Luke Kennard's going to take another step. And if Luke Kennard takes another step, that brings another element. Because Luke Kennard was their best player in that four-game series against Milwaukee. And if he's able, I, he's not just be- blasphemous just to say out loud. I mean, I love Luke Kennard. That's great. But sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Yeah, he was your best player. You're right. And that was just ridiculous. No, but at the same time, you spent a first round pick on him. You yeah. expect him to somewhat be a part of this team. I'm more so getting on Blake and Andre and even well, Blake was like dead Reggie. and Andre stunk. So <laughs> Andre didn't even like try game three and four, but whatever. We're not talking about that. Oh, yeah. But uh, uh, Pistons, if, if Luke Kennard is able to somehow like create a couple shots for himself because he's never going to be able to create his own shot consistently. He's going to have to hit those corner threes, be able to make those top. What What is Dredd? Uh, not Dredd. What am I saying? What does uh, George Blaha say when he it's on the top, top side three? Is that what he says? I don't know. It's so, uh, it's so catchy. I love George Blaha. So good. Probably, he's great. <laughs> so good. <laughs> off the high glass. No, That's but, my favorite one. I think, he got it. Yeah, Tenard coming off the bench is going to be huge. By the way, that's Will Team in Michigan State basketball. Yeah, he oh, got it. Blaha? No, dude, come on. Get your fat straight. Blaha's MSU listen. football. Touchdown, MSU. I don't listen. Sorry. Oh, yeah, there you I'm go. Under. It's okay. But, Sorry. But other than that, I, I mean, I, I do think Christian Wood is better than Thon Maker. I don't, I don't think that's a hot take. I, I, I don't think so. Thon Maker is not good. He's just uh, I, relax. I, no, relax. He's long. Thon, he's like he's Thon long. Maker, Thon long. Maker. Thon Maker. I don't even know, dude. Like, I don't even know who Christian Wood is, dude. I. Thon Maker. Wood, I'm a little sick of all this Christian Wood hype. Okay, I am who happy. Am I happy that he got he was the like last the G League spot. Player of the Year, like yeah. two, he went, two I, years I, ago. Fantastic. I think he went to like UNLV. Is that where he yeah, was? Excellent. Yeah, excellent. They, they really breed basketball. No, I, I just I I they like do. I do like that he made the team over Joe Johnson because I don't think Joe Johnson would contribute at all. I think he would play maybe 30 games and then he'd be gone. <laughs> excellent. So that to me is something that. Okay, yeah, bring in Christian Wood. He's a little bit younger, more athletic. But Christian Wood, people are people love this guy, and yeah. I, I'm just sitting here like you got to be real. I think the only time he's really gonna play in chunks is when Blake isn't playing. Yeah, well, because Thon is gonna get minutes over him, and Andre Drummond is going to get minutes over him, of course. And I think even a guy like Markeith Morris is gonna get minutes over him. So I'm I'm a little confused why people are jumping on this Christian Wood bandwagon, and acting like he's gonna average like. 10 and 11 for this team. I just really hope they don't play Thon. Thon's horrible. I like disagree. He's at, he's atrocious. He's at, he's at, he was borderline unplayable in the playoffs. I think you just hate centers. No, I don't hate centers. I just hate guys that bring no value to the team. <laughs> I, I, I if I have to watch Thon Maker take another win side three and just completely miss the backboard and then go on the defensive end, get bodied on the glass. And then he gets two blocks a game, and everyone's like, hey, he helps out your defense. Get, I'm just saying, he's I'll not good. I'll have to good. watch Thon Maker this year. I'm going to be the deciding factor. I, I have I'll a new nickname. My... His name's Thin Maker. I like that name. Nickname. It's a not good nickname. Is, he I, is thin. I, I call him Thanos. That's what some, oh, yeah. a couple people call him. I like that. that trend. You get that on a t-shirt. No, I, I, before you say something, the one guy in the depth that we didn't talk about that I think needs to be talked about, and I really hope the Pistons actually give him minutes this Tim year. Frazier? Zvi Matailu, oh, yeah. kid from Kansas, played four years there. He's still like super young because he like got to Kansas when he was like seventeen. They need to play him. All the hype I've seen from all Pistons writers is he doesn't miss from three. 
He wasn't horrible when he got minutes with the Lakers. Yep. Play him. It's a three-point give, give him some minutes. And then if like if you're not going to do that, give Kyrie Thomas some minutes. Because yeah. he showed some potential. Also, I'm the biggest Bruce Brown fan ever. That's, I kind of like... Oh, they, I just threw all those sins together, but I love Bruce Brown. No, I love Bruce Brown as well. I think yeah. he's great. Play Bruce Brown more. Here's, here's my question to you guys. Um, I'll, and I'll pose it like this. Because we always talk about the Pistons... It's it's funny because I think people understand where the Pistons are at and being such a purgatory of of their success in the league to where no one really gets angry at the Pistons, I feel like. You just yeah. kind of have accepted oh, it for I, what it is. I get angry. Well, I get angry, well, of course. But, but you understand what I'm saying? Like I do. You, you people kind of like people get worked <sighs> up over the Lions when they're like they don't perform to what people's expectations are. The Pistons are like well, like the, you know, the Tigers are they they stink, whatever. The Red Wings and Pistons are kind of like, how do you get mad at a team who's really, you know, they're in like this weird purgatory? So, well, my and qu- yeah, sorry, go ahead. No, continue. no, I was just gonna say, well, with especially with like the way the NBA has been the past right, five right. years, so the, it's like never it's like, what can you do? A season right. knowing that you have a exactly. chance to compete. So it's almost like what can you do? You know, and there's so many different factors of. This team has so many ways to go, but like no ways out at all. Almost, it's like this. It's the weirdest, most bizarre thing ever. So, my question to both of you: I'm going to ask you three different tiers of Pistons basketball. Give me your your level of expectation to where if the Pistons did blank, it would absolutely a reasonable expectation. If the Pistons did blank, it would absolutely blow my mind. I would be ecstatic. This team's awesome. Give me a middle ground of realistic expectation of how. How the season ends, and then if the Pistons do blank, I'm going scorched earth. This is a mess. This is absolutely inexcusable. I'll start with you, Trent. I think if the Pistons make the second round, I'll be happy. If they make the conference finals, I would be shocked. I would okay. be like, absolutely. Well, that's what he asked. That's the I, question. I think it, okay. <clears throat> Sorry, it's high expectations. Me. No, my my expectations are to make the playoffs, and I think the Pistons are good enough to win a series this year. I hope so. Okay, so I that's your middle so. ground. That's your middle my, ground. That's my middle ground. Okay, that we so are content my, like my surprise, okay. They, they, okay gotcha. My surprise would be to go to the conference finals, which is the third round. Whatever. Okay, that would shock me. But um. What, sorry, what was the other question? What If um, the Pistons did blank, I would be an absolute mess, disgusted with this team, oh, burn it to the ground. If they trade Andre Drummond. That's your one I'll thing? I'll lose my mind. Yes, I will. If you trade Blake Griffin, I'm like, okay, at least you're trying to trade him when he's still decent. You're not going to pay him the next three years. If they trade Andre Drummond, I'm going to lose it. I'm going to absolutely lose it. Really? Yes. Okay, okay my over-the-moon happiness is if they did trade Andre Drummond. <laughs> get this get this guy out of here. You, you were going to call him a bomb until you remembered he averaged 17 and 15 the last other, year. Well, that's not actually mine, but at the same time, that's a crazy thing to get irate. I would be irate if they don't make the playoffs or don't win a playoff game. Okay. Me too. Yes. Middle if it's round, another like last year. Middle ground, seventh seed, and they win like a game or two in the playoffs. It's static. They get the sixth seed. And may, may like go to seven because I don't think there's a ceiling where this team is able to win a playoff. Really series. interesting. Okay, I, I, like the only way they're able to like is Blake scoring forty five a game in the playoffs, and I just can't don't you, see it. Don't see that. Well, at let me all. let me just tell you this. I guess the only reason that I think the Pistons are fit to win a playoff series this year more than more so than last year the East years sucks. before that is because the East is terrible. It's terrible. I, I see four teams that. Potentially, the Pistons wouldn't be able to beat, and after that, I think it's like you know they could compete. I mean, didn't we say the same thing last year though? And they ended up like there was like teams ahead of yeah, them. That get yeah, yeah. But last year there were still players like Kawhi Leonard in the East, and 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 you okay. know Giannis. The the Bucks, by the way, did not add anything. They yeah, only well, lost they, players. They have the best player in the league. So I'm not gonna go on my tangent last year that I want LeBron's the Bucks on the Lakers. But, 
I yeah. think. Oh, yep. That's true. That's just not true anymore. <laughs> that's just not true anymore. It is but, true. We're no, gonna be reminded. Yeah, I tomorrow. know what you're saying. Okay, that's just not. That, we're gonna be we're reminded. We're not talking about LeBron. Tomorrow. We're not talking about LeBron. We're talking about LeBron, but LeBron is just not the best player in the league anymore. It's just a factual like thing. It's if it's whatever. But I whatever. You look at the East. There's like you said, Boston's not the same as they were last year. The Pacers won't be the same until nope. they get Oladipo back. And it sounds like they don't. Have, they have no idea when he's. Yeah, they, don't, they really don't know. He literally like tore off his hip bone, and he's like a twenty-year-old man. So even then, when he 20, comes like back, five, yeah. is he going to be effective? Yeah, I don't, no, I don't no, know. No. So you that who's a team that's in the Central Division with you, and it does create a little bit more opportunity for maybe when you play those games, if you could get to the sixth seed, like who is that three seed yeah. really going to be? The only- like if you play Toronto without Kawhi, like. Yes. I get what you're saying Toronto in that without sense. Kawhi might not make the playoffs. I'm they're serious. Go, they're going to make they the playoffs. They might not. They might not. They they didn't have Kawhi, and they made the playoffs for Well, they, they had Kawhi with 60 games. I I, I just – this team, I'm just saying, I, I think there's about – there's only three teams in the East that I can definitively say, like, are 100% better than the Pistons. I could say – Every it. other team, you can argue that the Pistons are better because they have the better player because Blake Griffin is probably the third or fourth best player in the East. I would agree with that. I think Blake is criminally underrated, but at the same time, you look at this Pistons team and you look how it's constructed, and it's basically the same roster. Yeah. So you can just be like, it didn't work last year. They were a a, Memphi- a miraculous like comeback win against the Memphis Grizzlies, who didn't start one of their starters who started the year from making the playoffs. That was terrible. That was crazy. So, that was terrible. That, that was, was like yeah, really bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I guess yeah, I'm, I, people got to temper expectations with the Pistons. I guess. Because they, I, I I think this is the last year where you can definitively say, like, they're they're stuck. Because after this year, they will have options because Dre's contract will be up. And I don't know where what direction they go with that. I, I mean, Reggie's contract's done after this year. So there will be a lot of movement on his team. So it, it's another year of maybe we make the sit seed. So I, I just temp, temper your expectations. And I don't see this team don't being like a buyer at the deadline. I really hope they're not. Really hope they're not. Yeah, I don't I don't again, I don't want to sound like some I'm not I'm not with the Pistons the way I am with the Lions. I don't think the Pistons are gonna like run through a brick wall and sh- shock the entire NBA this year. Like I think the Lions will at the start of every NFL season. But right. I do think that Blake Griffin will have a good year if he stays healthy. I think Andre Drummond will have another solid year, averaging seventeen and 16, whatever it may be. The most useless 17 and 16 ever. I think Dwayne Casey continues to be a great coach. I think Tom Gorris is an idiot. I think. (laughs) Thank you for moving the community. My goodness. (laughs) That guy's insane. But then also, I I just think the wing depth and the guard depth on this team is going to be something that the Pistons haven't had in in years past. Just because of the addition of Derrick Rose, uh, even a guy like Tim Frazier. Uh, there's just new names, some things to get excited about, and I, I'm crazy about Tony Snell. I can't wait to watch him play. I will say that the wind depth is better than it's been ever since SVG. Which has been the downfall been of this team because it's been so oriented at power forward and center the last 10 years. But at the same time, I don't trust the guard play at all. Like, Derek Rose's question and Reggie's yep. is Reggie. I'm not, see, that's that's why I'm not, I'm not in love with it. I'm not in love with it. But I just think the way the Eastern Conference is set up and the moves the Pistons made, yeah. I think they're primed to do something this year, and I'm going to say four-seed playoff win. Okay. Interesting. I, wait, I thought that was your something you didn't believe in. No, no, no. no. Okay, I'm sorry. I, I misinterpreted the question a little bit. 
I think my so realistic... you believe they're going to be the four seed and win a playoff game. I mean, you said they series. win a series. You said you're, yeah. You I said thought that you're... was as over the top. No, your over the top was conference finals. Yeah, because I think a, because yeah, I think they're wow. going to the second round. I think the Pistons are going to the. Second we might round. we might need a drug test hope, I, after that. And look, I, the Pistons will go to the right. second round and probably get annihilated by like the Celtics or Sixers. I, I really it. hope I'm you're just, right. I, I hope you're right, right, Trent. I'm going to be completely honest here before we move into the Lions. I'm actually, and this is not a negative thing. This is just more. No, of there's me. no such thing as negativity my, with the Pistons. In my, really. in my, as far as the four major sports go, just the way I'm wired, I do enjoy watching the Pistons. I don't mind spending money to go to Pistons games, but basketball is probably my least favorite. I watch it the least. I am, again, not negative. I'm Pistons-free this year, as I should be Lions-free, but I never am because I love watching football and I love the Lions. And the reason why I'm Pistons-free is because my expectation for this team is to simply make the playoffs. Yeah. I know they're not prob- they're probably not good enough to win a playoff series. I think if they, lo- if they don't win a playoff game, they're a joke and it's comical. Yep. But you, there's nothing on this team that you can sell me into – sitting down and watching 60 of the 82 games this year. And it's not necessarily an entire knock on the team. It's just who I am. I have things going on. I'd rather watch the Red Wings. That's just how I'm wired. But Collins made a very good point, and it's a very, very big discussion that we might have to have at the end of this basketball season, which I think we, we won't be here anymore. I'll be gone. You guys can have the conversation. Because the Pistons have many options at the end of this year. One being, what do you do with Andre? What do you do with Reggie? Because the Pistons could do this to me to where I would be completely Pistons-free and never watch this team again. They could re-sign Andre, and they could re-sign yeah. Reggie, which I don't yeah. think they will. They're not I don't, gonna, they're not, Reggie's they're, going yeah, after I don't, I don't think they're going to re-sign him. Reggie has to be. But they, no, he they, will. They he's could, gone. They could do that and pay up, and you still have Blake, who's just getting older, and he's depreciating yep. in value. And if you don't draft well or you don't make moves to bring assets – then it's like I don't know what I'm supposed to do with this team for the next X amount of years because they're just gonna not. It's gonna be the same. It's gonna be Groundhog's Day. Or they could completely fire fire sale everyone and Andre's gone, Reggie's gone, maybe Blake's gone. Doubt it. Like and you, you now you're dealing with a team who I could probably name you two guys on the roster. And then it's like okay, well why would I like? What's the point of me watching? They're gonna be terrible for the next X amount of years. But at least they're doing it right. So then I'm like, okay, good for you, Pistons, but they also have no reason to watch. So that's why this is, this is my last year of like enjoying Pistons basketball, supposedly, I, okay. and I'm Pistons free. So it's whatever. We'll so, see. You, so you're Pistons free. Pistons free means you don't watch the Pistons. Correct. I, I probably won't watch a ton of the Pistons. I won't say I won't watch any games, but it's like I don't. It is what it is. So you're you said this is up. you just said the, this is the last year you can watch. This. Correct. It's an unbelievable paradox. <laughs> this is it. I don't I don't watch a lot okay, in general. That's I'm just, fair. I'm that's just, fair. I'm just saying it's that unbelievable paradox. Yeah. I, 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 I will probably say won't this. watch a lot, but it's, it's the last year that I'm gonna like actually care. They're gonna start six and two, and I'm gonna convince myself they're like the third best team in the East. So okay, just fair expect that, that they, have a, they have a lot. You know of what? I just do I me. don't think that's crazy to think if Blake's that's healthy. Cra- no, if no, it's not. It's insane. It's insane. No, it's not. Tell me. Tell me. Show me something. I'm just saying. Show me something. I'm with you. I would because because Derek Rose people like act like Derek Rose is like a big piece. He's not a, he's gonna be a good player. I'm just he's saying he's still a good he, player he in the played, league. Listen, he's decent. He like played a good the player. exact amount of minutes as Reggie Jackson last year off the bench and had better numbers across the board. I just think adding a guy like that behind Damn. a guy like Reggie who no one can stand anymore, 
I think that's a big move because you're upgrading from Ish Smith. Who could Ish give Smith you, was good. Ish, Ish Smith don't averaged in. like seven Love points. Ish. I, 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 Ish Smith initiated offense, Spark baby. Plug. Don't be chirping Ish. D Rose might drop 18 a game, and that and that's all the Pistons will need on 30 Off the shots. Bench. <laughs> Not, on he, that's Reggie. To me, that's Reggie. 30 shots is Reggie. Look, my thing, my thing is, and Ryan, I'm kind of with you on this. I think this is the last year that the Pistons can prove to me that with this core they can do anything. Yes. Because if they don't, then I, me, Trent, of all people, all positivity, all that, all that stuff. I almost just let one slip there. It's okay. Um, I'm saying let Andre go, let they Reggie got- go, trade Blake. Reset the whole franchise because you're not going anywhere with this team. Uh, this is the, this is the last chance, and especially with the landscape of the NBA, there are so many question marks in the East. Yeah, so many question marks across the league that I don't know if there's one team. Well, I mean, for I think the Lakers are winning the title, but I don't think there's any team that has a definitive advantage over anyone else. So this, of course, I'm not predicting the Pistons will win a championship. I know it's not going to happen. I'm just saying this is the last year that you could trick yourself if you're Tom Gorris or Dwayne Casey into thinking we could compete and win, and that's what I think the Pistons are going to do this year, and I think they're going to go to the second round and get annihilated, and then we can all just say at least they at least they showed us something and gave us something to watch past the first week in April. I will say this. I think this is the last year – if you if you don't do something with Andre, you don't make a move, that it made sense to have Blake Griffin. Because I agree. Y- you're not yep. gonna win anything important with this core. And you're the only asset you really have is Andre Drummond and Blake Griffin. And if you really want to see it through with Blake, you have to move Andre. Yep. You literally have to move Andre. And then and then hope you luck into getting maybe one of the best free agents in the worst free agent class. At guard somewhere. I don't even know who, like, Bogdan Bandadovich. Who's yeah. Like, yeah, like, there's no one in this free agency class. So, it, you got to make a move with Andre if you really want to see through it, Blake. But if not, trade them both. Reset the clock because do it the right way, like you just said. Because they could have done that three years ago and not have this situation be upon them. But they decided to get greedy with Sam Van Gundy, and now they're in this situation. Right. Well, Pistons and Pacers on Wednesday. We'll see if they can start 1-0. Shout out! We, I wish we get the like the Pistons horn. Or say, eh, you know what yeah, I'm talking about. I hear you. Yep. Hype. We'll work on that. Yeah. Next time. Next Go show. Pistons. Go Pistons. Go Next Pistons. time we talk, they're gonna be two and all. Hopefully. Excellent. I think uh, they play two games. Now we'll move into the uh, prime time portion of the show. And oh, I can't. I I don't even know if I'm ready to talk about the Lions right now, but we're gonna do it because that's what we do here on the Motown Rundown. Uh, Lions game Sunday. Pivotal game, very important game. Uh, falling to the Vikings, forty-two to thirty at home. Matthew Stafford on the day, thirty for forty-five through the air, three hundred sixty-four yards, four touchdowns, and a late-game interception. Uh, Marvin Jones, probably the best player on the field on Sunday, except except uh, Delvin Cook, who ran for about one hundred fifty yards, and Kirk Cousins, who threw for like almost four hundred and looked like Joe Montana. Uh, Marvin Jones, ten catches, ninety-three yards, and four touchdowns. Wow. Um, that one hurt. Yeah, it did. It hurt. Um, I don't even know. I'm like kind of numb to it because this was a game that I felt like the Lions just had to win, and now we're kind of sitting in a spot where now you have to start asking the question, of which I don't like asking because they're only 2-3-1, and one, but it's like, okay, is the division now out of reach? Yes. Colin said it last week. He yes. goes, if they don't win this game, the division's out of reach. Trent, you somewhat agreed with that. Yeah. I didn't comment on it because I am always a big – 
you know, it ain't over till it's over, guy. It's the NFL. You can surprise teams, whatever. But what really hurt me about this game was that I always, I've been saying it since week one, and we said it after the Packers game, the Lions are a good team. And what they showed you on Sunday was that they might not be a good team. <laughs> and it's just what the Lions do. And I don't want to go SOL, but I just feel like I'm disappointed. I'm not mad. I'm disappointed. And I was just, I, the game ended and I was just like, wow. I wasn't like, you've got to be kidding me. I was just like, wow. Like that's you, all of this controversy that happens against Green Bay on Monday night, you know, all the, you know, you get a guy get fined for speaking out about the refs. Everyone's Detroit versus everybody. You get to come home, the national media, everyone's, you know, looking at that game. The, it's a divisional game, again, at home, and that's what you do. And the Lions played fine up to halftime. I mean, whatever, but then you come out and you score nine points in the second half. And that, to me, is just pretty much all coaching and maybe lack of preparation. And that's what's disheartening to me. I don't tolerate that as a fan and as someone who played sports. Is for you to go into halftime, and it's 21-21. I think the Lions deserve to be exactly where they were because defensively in the first half they looked bad as much as they did look bad in the second half too. And you make next to zero zero adjustments at halftime. And you come out, and again, you score nine points in the second half, and you get absolutely embarrassed on your home field. So, Carrion Johnson goes down with an injury. He's out for a couple weeks now. No one's quite sure about that. The Lions were there was literally injuries all day long. Yep. Like every other it was play, like a two minute. Hurt. It was like a two minute stretch. Was it Slay? Yeah, snaps. Tracy everyone. Walker. Jared Davis. Everyone was Boom. down. My my only thing that I have here as far as thoughts on the game because I thought Stafford played well. The passing attack was pretty solid. Um, you, you had trouble again running the ball, but you didn't have your feet, your feature back there and carry on even still just the lack of push up front to me was, was upsetting to see you gotta, you have to in the NFL, in the game of football, I get it, Patricia, it's how you run things. He's the defensive guru. You have to put pressure on the quarterback, mm-hmm. especially when you're playing Kirk Cousins. Mm-hmm. And you didn't do it all day long. And you let him sit back there and pat the football. He didn't even have to roll out of the pocket ever. And as I said last week, as a team that prides itself on stopping the run and your guys up front, as now I can start to feel my skin crawl, those guys have not done act the entire year. Trey Flowers is your guy. You, Trent, you could go out there in the number 90s jersey this year. You'd be doing the same thing. You think as a guy that would maybe rise to the occasion after two penalties that deservedly should not have been called, maybe you rise to the occasion and you have a bit of a game, have a bit of a game for your hometown fans. Didn't quite do it. Snacks, I get he got hurt. I don't know. Deshaun Hand hasn't played all year. Your text made me laugh. I don't know. Papa Motrin. Papa Motrin. Get out there for me one time. Yep. Tape it up. I don't know. Sean Robinson. He's our best defense alignment, so I would wouldn't I would Either way. Where are you at? I don't know. Get pressure on the quarterback. How about that? Time. Trey Flowers is arguably the worst signing in Detroit Lions history. And That's I know that's so not true. He stinks. He's so bad. He's so bad. Yeah, I'm so I, I I don't I, I know that's a huge hypo like Hyperbole to say that because it's probably not true. It's a lot of hyperbole. But let me tell you, this guy stinks and he's getting away with highway robbery because <laughs> he does not do anything on the field that's good. 
He doesn't bring you any pass rush. He doesn't help you at all in the run game. Why is he here? And he looks nothing like he was in New England. Maybe an injury is going on. He's so bad. And I'm so tired. I was telling you guys last week, I, everyone was like, oh, he's a class act. He handled himself well. <laughs> I don't care. Get to the quarterback one time. Okay, sorry. I but, just, no, I, I had to say, Trey Flowers is and not I, good. I'm not going to go there, Trent. I won't go there. I like to give guys I'm, a chance. I'm, I'm halfway there, but I, I guess but, but the, the, I have point, a different the point perspective being is it. I get the way that your scheme is. So, like, you only rush for, like, all the time. Which they is tried, bizarre. Even, but, but, but even when they tried to blitz, oh my God. no one got yeah, home. Yeah, yeah, That's what never. I'm saying. No one I, got I just home. Don't, I don't get – for me – so I don't want to cut you off. I'm just going to jump in here for yes, real quick. Do your, do your thing. For me, it's more of a scheme thing than what the players are doing. I get it. I understand that you paid Trey Flowers to come here and produce, and he hasn't, and he has to be better. And he, I think he will, and I keep saying that every week, and I sound like an idiot. So, Trey Flowers, could you help me out? Could you please help me out? All I'm saying is I think it's Matt Patricia. Look, when you are when 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 the game is li- the Minnesota Vikings, who are not a good offense, factually not a good offense. Okay? Not a good offensive they, line. They have playmakers. I get it, but as a Mike Zimmer is a defensive head coach. Yep. And I I would argue that the I, I wouldn't argue. I would definitively say that Detroit Lions have a better offense than the than the Minnesota yeah, Vikings do. So which is why when the Vikings come rolling into town and put 42 on you. Granted, on the other side of the ball for the Lions, the Lions are putting up, you know, your quarterback's throwing for 350 and two touchdowns or four, four touchdowns. Four, yeah, four. You would think that you could win the game. And I agree. for me, it's more of a what Matt Patricia in 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 his oh, I, I don't wanna I don't wanna get on I was I, I gotta back up. I was high on Patricia before yesterday. I was, because of the quote that you said at the end of last yes. show, and I was just like, awesome. I'm turning the corner with Matt Patricia a little bit, okay? This was a win you could go. You could put yourself one and one in the division. You could bounce back a little bit after the last week, unfairness, all that stuff. Didn't happen. And 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 to me, when Kirk Cousins is surgically picking apart your secondary, and it's not even that. It's just crossing routes. It's all it was all day. Crossing routes here and there. Bing, 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 bing. I forget what the one guy's name was, Irv Smith. Yes. Irv Smith and end. Kyle Rudolph just tearing us up. And I'm sitting there going, make an adjustment. And me and Collins were talking about it on the way here. This was probably the worst game that the linebackers played all year. Yeah, Jared Davis looked so, so bad. So did Tavai. Tavai was bad, too. Christian yeah. Jones got beat a couple times. Just wasn't a good game for the tight ends, or excuse me, the, the linebackers. And I don't understand why there were zero adjustments made. I can listen all day to you know stats about Trey Flowers not playing. Well, I get it. I understand. I'm with you, actually. I just I just would like to see if, if, the, if the Lions would blitz five or six and then Trey Flowers still isn't doing jack, then I kind of get it. But it's like, at some point, you got to help the guy out because he's still getting double the decent amount. He's a respectable guy. Um, he's out there. It's, I just don't know what you expect the Lions defensive line to do when they're when when the defensive guru that Matt Patricia is doesn't make any adjustments when Kirk Cousins is in the midst of putting up 42 on you at home. I'm that, not, to me, is the biggest problem from yesterday. I'm not going to act like injuries didn't play a part and their defense playing a lot worse. They did. Be, they did. But at the same time, to what you just said, I completely agree. They made no adjustments. Right. And when Kirk Cousins looks like he's playing yes. FAU when he was at Michigan <laughs> State and Ford Field, you got big problems. You got big problems. And it's especially that guy. And listen, before – I, 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 I hate to cut you off. No, you're good. Go but ahead. I, I just – their D line right now, I know it's not healthy. It's not to like the strength. They don't have Mike Daniels. They don't have Deshaun Hand. We're both 
like key players, and maybe Austin Bryan helps you on the edge. But I, Snats Harrison's been horrible. Trey Flowers, this whole defensive line's been horrible, yeah. and it makes you think maybe it's a steam. Yes, that's where but I'm at. It makes it makes you think that, but at the same time, you gotta make plays. I mean, Trey Flowers, you were a fantastic player on the New England Patriots. Belichick's not coming through that door. We, you need somebody to make play. Jared Davis, how about you stop running like you're trying to find your like grocery bag? Yeah, he Be, plays. He, go, he literally he, plays Ghost in the Graveyard. I he, feel like it's he out try, of He's like a rover. Yeah, mm. he's. I'm going <laughs> over this play, guys. And he just like <laughs> yeah, yeah. he never ever on those crossing routes chips the guy. Chip him one time. Yeah, I know. It makes it impossible for guys like Tracy Walker and Justin Coleman to cover those plays. You got to chip them yeah. at least no, once. No, I, I get that. I just don't. Like, I don't. When is Jared Davidson become competent in pass coverage? He's not. And it, it just. Ugh. See, ugh. And, and where I'm at, I'm I'm with you. I know. I know how. And, but I think it's more. It's more of what he's being told to do and restricted, and what the play, no, what the I, scheme is. That's just where that's I'm frustrated. I'm I just. And, yeah. I don't no. Know. I I got you. But when I'm you just, just watch, saying, you're like, guys, if, what are we doing? If Patricia and I don't. I'm I'm so sick of like I guys. I hate Mike Rieger. I, I seriously Jeff Rieger Jeff Rieger whatever Mike Mike okay. and Jeff yeah. Rieger Mike, yeah sorry I hate them both I hate Rieger I cannot stand I don't know how that guy has a job I like listening to Rieger he's entertaining no, I he's, hear what you're saying no, I, I, Rieger, you take, you take Rieger with a grain of salt he, he, he does I don't think no, he's a very anyways, smart all he's guy. talking about he's whoa, like whoa. he's getting mad at Paul Tad Pascaloni and I'm like Paul Pascaloni doesn't do anything. Yeah, Paul old Pas- man rivers. Why, why are we? Mad? We're just because he has the title of defensive coordinator. We're gonna get mad I, at this that, guy. That's okay, that. Yeah, that's. I, I, I. I'll say this. No, started. you want to get me started about something? No one talks about this enough. The fact that the Lions basically just gave a defensive coordinator job just for like a pat on the back. You say thanks, Paul, for getting me into the football. Yeah. Literally, that is why he he's your defensive coordinator because he was the one who got Patricia like into the NFL. Like that's his mentor. What a know. joke! What a joke! I essentially what it is. But I, 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 I yeah. the main thing is, like you said, this is the first like thing you're like maybe the Lions aren't good, and which is tough to swallow. And the next two games will show that because they play teams that probably should win at yep. home. Well, and and that's I think that was the most frustrating and demoralizing thing. Like, I was demoralized after the game. Oh, it was deflating. Because, because again, this is this was a game that you look at, and we said the same thing with the Packers and the Chiefs. You're, this is your barometer, and you've 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 rose, you've risen to the occasion against the Chiefs and the Packers, and now you come into the Vikings. Like this is a game that you now. There's no more excuses. There's no more moral victories. If you lose the Vikings by three points or one point, it's a loss. And you should have won the game. And they, I mean, granted, the Vikings were better. It, it wasn't were. like, yeah, they were the, just better. The Lions, the Lions just looked so flat. Offensively, I, I actually think they looked good, and I think the offense has been much better from on a yep. year-to-year basis. The I, worst the, the game scheme, the offense has played was against uh, the Chargers, and they won the game. Right. the the scheme The scheme is better. It works. I love when they get McKissick in the game. It's awesome. Ty Johnson's played a pretty solid role. It sucks that you don't have carry on now because I genuinely don't know what you do with the running game against the Giants next week because I don't think Ty Johnson's gonna gonna slash you for 125 yards. I'm not quite sure what you do there. You'll have to figure it out. The passing attack has been great. Stafford's looked great. 
there are certain games where he has like, you know, he can sit back comfortably and make his throws and other games where he's running for his life. This was a game too, where I think he was, he was, you know, pressured or knocked down or whatever, much more than I would have liked. But now I, I just take this game and I, every time I look at Matt Patricia on the sidelines, it's just that blank stare of like, and, and I have, I have no, I don't want to be the guy to say that he needs to go. Like it's his second year, but at a certain point, like, this this whole charade and shtick that this entire organization has adopted on the basis of nothing, of being an organization that has never done anything, but now we're like, oh, we're very close to the chest. I, like vast. this is how yeah, I hate this it. is this I hate is it. this is how we do things. This is our system. Yeah. It's good. It's gonna work. Well, it really doesn't because what do you have to show for the results it? so far? I've not been there. So for me to look at Matt Patricia on the sidelines with the the same the same look and never any adjustments just goes to shit. It's like D'Antonio. It's like if you're not gonna adapt and change the way you do things, like you need to swallow your pride a bit and go. Okay, our defense is getting absolutely chewed up by Kirk Cousins in the first half. Maybe we should use our football brains and go, how have they been beating us? Crossing routes. So now as as a as someone who gets paid millions of dollars to coach, you now have the knowledge to coach that and fix that, which you didn't do all game. You sat there and you sat on your thumb and you look silly. And 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 you lose the game. And like the crowd too was like the, the life was sucked out. Of, I don't the know. Crowd, you could attest, they yeah, were leaving. No. There were the, empty seats the where the game was like tied. Never had a chance to get into the game. Never. Because the Vikings, I think, punted twice. Which is ridiculous. That's but atrocious. Britton Colquitt is a phenomenally looking, phenomenal looking human being. Great body, by the way. What? So I like seeing Britton Colquitt. I've, yeah. Well, how do you know that? Shredded. I used to see I watched a video of him on the Browns. It was like routine. Okay. Like well, yeah. First of all, you said this when we watched the Monday night game. Why do you watch so much punting? Late videos. I don't know. I I just I just watch things. That's a shtick. That's a weird thing. That's a weird thing. I will say this: don't even give Patricia the credit D'Antonio deserves, because D'Antonio has actually accomplished something. Fair enough. Yeah. But I, but Patricia, I, my my patience. I again, I don't. I'm not calling for the job. I think that's a little too much. But but the thing is, is like this game. I, I can't I can't put into words how much this game hurt because I'm still looking at the Lions. Like, what are you? Like, are you are you good? And like, this was like a letdown game. This is. But who are you supposed to beat? This is this is the most Lions year ever because they're gonna win the next two games. They're gonna win the next two games. I think they're gonna win the next five. I'll get it. I'm not just complete your point. Uh, no, I'm, I'm gonna. Try wasn't him. Right? I'm, no, not, I'm not gonna listen to you. I'm not. Who about you for a second? Complete your point. No, no, no. Complete they're gonna, they're gonna win the next two games. Maybe win the next three. Get the hopes back up, and then they're gonna lose a three in a row. They shouldn't lose. They're not end up. They're literally gonna go eight, seven, and one, and 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 then we won't. And then it'll be like, hey, what if they won that Arizona game? What if they didn't get screwed in Green no, Bay? I told you we wouldn't do that. I no, told I you know. I'm not doing. I that. know. I know we're not gonna do that. But we're gonna do that. <laughs> That's what's gonna happen. That's gonna happen. Listen, it's year after year. I will with do this, that. This era of Detroit Lions teams. It really is. It's year after year where they miss opportunities to make the playoffs and ha- are in a situation where they could maybe make some noise in the division. Year after year, they disappoint you. They're going eight and seven. And, by, and I will mention too, back to the whole Stafford thing, which it's funny how like no one's you know everyone's He's been great. Everyone He's likes been great. Stafford now, but you're you look at Michigan State, and we always say 
how do you waste the championship? And I, I do this in air quotes because I don't know how the defense looks like this year now. You waste the championship caliber defense with a, with an abysmal offense. You are now looking at one of the better years your quarterback has had in a in a mountain of scrutiny that he gets year after year, and you're like, like what are we doing here? So the season, in my eyes, division, say what you will. Like the it's Packers over. are. Over. On pace to, you know, the Packers don't have any signs of slowing down. Aaron Rodgers is doing his thing. The Vikings somehow are winning games, and they 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 they, they probably will. I don't see the Vikings falling off. I don't think they're going to be a tremendous team the rest of the year. But like these, the Vikings looked at the Lions game too. Like this is a game that you have to win. Yep. And they did. They did what they had to do. They were they were more prepared. They played harder, and they 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 executed. And the Lions are looking at now two, three, and one, and like you know the tie, the tie week after week is going to hurt you more than yeah. it's going to help you because yeah. that's a possibility too to help you if you're you know you only have four losses on the year, but I don't know like at eight, seven, and one now, which is very realistic to me. I don't even know what to tell you because I feel like eight, seven, and one to Bob Quinn and Martha Ford is like. All right, well, like that's good enough, Matt. Like one more year, you won and then six like games last year. Yeah, like yeah. like one more year, and then we're gonna have to start thinking. I just I don't know. Like my there, my confidence in Matt Patricia is so low. Minus two, just to get his team prepared and you know and just what? win. Like last year or not last year, uh, la- this week. Like where's the moxie? This, He's this, got no moxie. He doesn't have it. I need and the moxie. No why? No why? He's a coordinator, not a head coach. Fair enough. Bring the moxie. He is. And that my brother said that to me on Sunday, and you're like, yeah, you're right. He's not a head coach. Whatever. <laughs> it's just, he's, a, he, yeah, he, he literally yeah. just sits there and on you know his like, I'm not calling for his job. I'm not I saying, I'm it. not calling for his job it. either. I'm just, I just know he's not the guy who's going to like take you anywhere. And that's a fair thing to I, say. I have nothing, no ground to stand on to like tell you you're wrong. Um, no, that's what I'm saying. But I, I still, the, in my, in my plums, I feel yeah. that they, they're never going <laughs> to get anything done with them. That's just my general feeling, and you're you're fit you're you're fine to feel that way. No, and again, no, yeah. I, I want to reiterate. It's I, fair. My my thing just comes down to you. You have to be willing to swallow your pride as a head coach and go, okay, this is you know whatever rocket scientist, defensive guru, whatever. You got sliced up by Kirk Cousins. Okay, Dalvin Cook ran for 150. Again, on your defensive line, who you put, you pump all this money into, and has been so bad yeah. all Horrible. year. Horrible. But, but if you're gonna, if you're gonna continue, if I have to watch week after week, you only rush four on every down, and even the times when you tease, like why don't you just like tease it a little bit? Yeah. At least make the quarterback like you know a little bit of sweat running down the brow. Yeah. Can you and they like try actually... to they, they try to do it a bit against the Vikings. I get it, Ugh. but no one got home ever. ever. No. Ever. No. Nope. They nope. would bring nope. like f- six guys sometimes. No one got home. I don't have the stats in front of me, but. Uh... I don't think we even hit Kirk Cousins. It was something like I saw something that it was like the second most time Kirk Cousins has had in like a game ever. And again, it doesn't in the NFL. I don't care if if you're if you're Tom Brady or if you're Ryan Fitzpatrick. If you can stand back yep. there for They're that all long, professionals, and you can breathe, yes. and you can look in the stands and see like, oh wow, hot dogs are six dollars at Ford Field. That's incredible. And then you can look, and you have receivers in the middle of the field standing wide open, like having a campfire on the 50-yard line, you're going to make plays. Exactly. You're going to look like Kirk Cousins did. Exactly. They're all quarterbacks. They're all NFL Kirk quarterbacks. Cousins They've been throwing played. the ball their whole, their whole life. 
I will say this, not getting on the tur- tur- like Cousins' like hype train. He made a tr- like the Thielen touchdown was good and that big play to Dids. He yep. made a couple like incredible throws. Other than that, you're completely right. Completely right. And I, I don't know what else to say. I, I don't either. I, this team, I, I'm just leaning towards the fact I'm not gonna overreact. I'm not gonna overreact by the next two games because I don't think if they win those two games, it doesn't really tell you anything. But this team just seems average to me. It just it, it, and I thought they were good after the last three weeks, and maybe it's just a down week or whatever. Maybe they come back and that's like four weeks and show you they're a good team. At this point, I I I just got too much star tissue to allow myself to <laughs> believe that this is a fluke. That's a good way to put it. I have the and Lions. these problems aren't going away. Yeah, these problems aren't not. going away. They really aren't. Like you're gonna get some more, like more help in yeah. the defense, but, but it's sweat, a, it's you a, don't. It's a schematic thing too, yeah. though. Like you, you're not you, changing. You're not gonna change your scheme yeah. in the middle yeah. of the year. You don't know if Slay's gonna come back healthy after he he bit, got banged up. You don't know when Carrion's coming back. Right. This D line, like you said, the scheme is not good. Oh no. So I I, I this mean, this might get bad. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh. That's what I'm saying. No, it's let me let me just. I just want to hear your theory <laughs> how they somehow win five games in a row. I, I'm gonna say five out of the next six. Let me, oh, let me, <laughs> Collins, let me just let me. Do, so you For essentially real. said the same thing without like uh, whatever. No, go <laughs> well, because here's the deal: you go Giants, Raiders, Win, at Bears, wins. Cowboys. You bring them in town, then at Redskins, then it's Thanksgiving against the Bears. And to me, I think the Lions are absolutely good enough to win five out of six of those, if not all six, because the Lions have shown us flat. The Lions have been ahead in every fourth quarter except for yesterday. And, yeah. and for me, it's with my thing with Matt Patricia is, yes, I'm losing patience because I can look back at the two losses or before, well, of course, yesterday, but the other two losses and say, hey, you, I mean, the, the, the tie against Arizona even with the, the timeout, remember that? Yeah. Like, dude, how about you just trust your quarterback because clearly you're not, like Colin said, he's not a head coach. Now, I'm not, I'm not going to go that far, but I'm just going to say, I think the Lions go 7-3 and three the rest of the way, and I think they get into nine wins. I don't think that wins the division. There's actually probably no chance that wins the division. It's going to come down to what other teams in the NFC are able to do. I, I'm looking at the rest of the schedule right now. I'm going to read again. I, I don't. I don't want. I don't want to play the game of like this is a win. This I don't is a either. loss. I don't because either. if you if you ask me against the against the the Vikings, I would have told you that was a win. You know, I, whatever. We don't. We can't. We, I told you too. The Cardinals. That's a win. We can't play that game. But I will read off the rest of the teams that the Lions play. There are some bad teams. You go Giants, bad team. Raiders, I think they're bad, but no. that's a team too who like can like they show up sometimes. They're like the Lions. They're they like are. the Lions. You got Raiders, Bears, Cowboys, Redskins, Bears again, Vikings, Buccaneers, Broncos, Packers. Based on what I saw from the Lions before this game, I would tell you every single one of those games is winnable. Yes. Not that you're going to run the table like that because that would be the greatest thing in, in Detroit and sports they just, history. They just won't do that. Outside of yeah. winning championships. C- correct. It's the NFL. But all of these games to me still, given what I even saw against the Vikings, are games that are winnable based on the team that you put on the field. Yes. Now, here's what the Lions do historically that they could very well do again. And my gut feeling right now is here's what's going to happen. You beat the Giants. You go to Oakland. Somehow you lose a close one. And now we're all here banging our heads against the wall. You see the Bears twice. They could lose one of those. You should win both. They could lose one of them. You'll beat the Redskins, the Cowboys. That's a game that I have circled, too, of like what team's going to show up for the Lions, what team's showing up for the Cowboys. So if this team's any better, we're going to – 
it's it's like the most ridiculous thing to say because it has it has absolutely no meaning behind it. But you're gonna find out if the Lions are a good or a bad team after after the last week of the season. Like we're not gonna know until the season's over. Until they go eight and seven and one. Exactly. Then we're gonna say, okay, they were average. Because you know, you look at a game like the Cowboys, and that's a game that historically the Lions will like you know, you go into the game going, the Lions could and should win this game. And then they lose, and you justify, like, yeah, actually, you know, they prowled the game. They probably were going to lose. Like, that's how you play, like, the mental gymnastics there. So yeah. I don't even know what to tell you. I really don't. You see the Vikings again on the road. I'm sitting here telling you now they should win that game. I think they're a better team on paper. But that's a game, too. Historic Lions, when when are they going to pull a win that, like, they a borderline win? They don't get those borderline wins. They don't get that borderline win against the Packers that just happened on Monday. They don't get that borderline win against the Vikings that just happened here. The they don't get the borderline win against the Chiefs. They don't they don't beat teams that are better than them. Those things don't happen. So I don't know what to tell you. It's <clears throat> look, I, I I do think I'm not confident at all. I'm not. I am, and I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> look, I'm not. I'm not confident. That was awesome. Like, the, I love that. Track. I just wanna. I just wanna. I just wanna take a deep breath here. Trent's because you know what? Yeah. It is right. tough. You're right. It's tough You're right. because you know what? Right. I went to Ford Field for a game for the first time in a month yesterday, and we just got annihilated. That's tough to watch. Yeah. The thing is, is the Lions are on a three-game skid, and it's easy to point here and there and say this, this, this. The problem is the Chiefs game was a moral victory, the last one, we said. Then the Packers game was a referee issue. An anomaly. And then you, and then you laid an egg on defense with the with the Vikings. So I don't want to overreact like Colin said and like you have said as well. Oh not not calling not for Patricia's job. Win that game. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. You factually do have a good football team in Detroit. You do. Now, whether I don't know, whether factual is a strong I, I word. I do to throw know right. they were no. a good team the first quarter of the year. I don't like. There's a lot of problems now, Trent, that there weren't when this like yeah. la even so, last week so had I wanna, Green Bay. The biggest problem things is are the, changing. Is, is, uh, that's what I'm saying. The biggest problem is pass rushing. We all know that, and I would hope, I would hope, and if I'm wrong about this, then I will own up to it a thousand percent, and then I will call for Matt Patricia's job. Get pressure on Daniel Jones. Get pressure on Derek Carr. Because I'm seriously, I'm going to list the quarterbacks that you're playing throughout the rest of the season. Derek Carr's because good. You, I like Derek well, Carr. Derek Carr's not better than the guy we got. That's the, that's just the standard I'm going to go off of here. True. You played Kyler Murray in his NFL debut. And I'm not going to that, disagree. That, that's, not, that's not a um, Kyler Murray in his NFL debut. I'm not going to act like that's a game you, you know, you, yes, you should have won that game. I'm, not, I'm just gonna say there's no tape. He's starting to look good. Like the Cardinals aren't aren't a bad team, yes, uh, as we thought bad. they would be. Then you played Philip Rivers, then Carson Wentz, then Patrick Mahomes, then Aaron Rodgers. Okay, and starting yesterday, you've got the string of quarterbacks who are not in the top tier or the even the second tier, in my opinion, because you go Daniel Jones, Derek Carr, Trubisky twice, Dak Prescott. Uh, whoever the hell is playing for the Redskins is either going to be Trent Colt Bailey. McCoy, Case Keenum, or, or, or Dwayne Haskins. Then you get Cousins again, Jameis Winston, who's actually probably the best out of all those quarterbacks I just listed. And then Joe Flacco, who for the Denver Broncos probably won't be playing in Week 16. Agreed. Because it'll be their new guy. What's his name? Uh, it's He was the guy from Missouri State. Oh, Locke? Drew yeah, Locke. Drew Locke. It'll be him. How so, is he not so played yet? My by point, the way. my point is just you're going. You, all these games are winnable, Ryan. To your point, and I would they like are. to. Th I would like to think that you know maybe yeah maybe you go to Chicago and drop a game against a good defense. Then you're zero three in the division. That's very disappointing. But you know what? You're probably not going to lose that Thanksgiving at home. I don't. I wouldn't think so this year. The team you got and what they've shown you so far. This secondary is still very good. Matt Stafford is still leading this team. 
Matt, Marvin Jones, to, and I'm, I don't want to get into this whole tangent, but he's my number one for this team. I just think in a big moment, Matt Stafford's going to look at him and trust him a lot more than Kenny Galladay, who has, by the way, not shown up the last two games. But What are you talking about? He, he had 120 yards against the Packers. one catch yesterday. I, you said the last two games. Yeah, one catch yesterday. Okay, so the last game he didn't show okay, up. Okay, sure. But we, there was also that drop that Ryan and I were pretty upset about in the, in the Packers Marvin, game. Was, By the way, Marvin dropped one, too, is the same thing. I've seen the same thing three times. It's a catch all the way till it yes. comes to the belly button. And I don't know if the, I don't know if Ford Field has, like, too bouncy of turf for everyone. Yeah. But, like, can you just – I? that's bizarre to me how you drop balls like that. that not that it's whatever. He had four TDs. Whatever. <laughs> no, because the thing is, because what happened on the next play, Matt Stafford, like, right. to my point Make of him being the number one went right back to him and just he scored so I guess I'm I'm just gonna I'm going in circles now make, Matt Patricia make the adjustments okay because you look at the schedule every game is winnable like you said Ryan now that's not what the Lions do that's not what's gonna happen I think the Lions can win eight of ten I think they will win seven of ten I'm accounting as the objective I'm gonna be as subjective as I ever do on this show and I'm just gonna say they'll probably lose a game they shouldn't whether that's at Denver, whether that's the Bears on Thanksgiving, whether that's the Raiders in two weeks, um, it won't be the Giants. I'm, I'm, I'm going to guarantee a win against the Giants. I'm sorry. I, I, I'm going to completely put myself on the line. But Matt Patricia, make the adjustments on defense. You have the personnel to do it. Secondary's playing great. I know on Johnson's up, but you still got Stafford. And I just think the Lions are a better team than every team that I just listed uh, until you get to the, maybe the Vikings again. So that, that's just where I'm at. I do think they will be able to accumulate a lot, like a lot of wins, because they're such a really it, it, the easy. They're moving into the easier part of their schedule. That's just yes. like factual. It's true. Yep. they played a lot of good teams to start the year, but I also think they are developing new issues that they didn't have at the beginning of the year. Correct. I like agree with care, that. Like their offensive line didn't get a lot of push at the beginning of the year, but it was creating enough holes for you to get like three or four yards consistently, allowing you to open up the pass game a little bit more. I, I think there's a lot of injury concerns. Yeah. I, I mean, Carrion's not like a big loss. Yep. He is a big loss of because you, you don't really, you can't rely on Ty Johnson. You can't rely on McKissick. And, and I also think the in like Slay is, we I mean, probably your best defensive player. Yeah, he is. And if he's going to have a nagging hamstring, that's an issue. That is an issue. And it's hard to find a second cornerback that they have in Melvin. But once he turns to the number one cornerback, and you got you got you got Coleman playing out of position, it creates a lot of problems. I just think there's new. I think people maybe have found out like Detroit's defensive steam maybe last week. Maybe the Vikings put on a blueprint. But last week's performance did not seem like an anomaly. It seemed like something that paved the way for future teams to do. And like you said, when you named all those names out, I probably agree with you. They probably should win seven out of ten. But at the same time, I and by the way, I'm accounting for a Packers loss at home week seventeen. I don't think that's going to happen. I don't. I mean, like, I'm just, I'm just if saying. Rodgers is still playing. They'll probably lose. But if he's not playing, they'll probably win. But that's the thing. Yeah, we don't know. And and because uh, they'll probably yeah. have the division locked up by ne- that. To address to week. address the carry yeah. on thing, I just think that. I could argue that, and I, I completely agree. With and you. That's Sa- a bit, that's a huge loss. No, but. I. And Stafford's been fantastic this year. He's yep. been the best player on your team. He's answered every question I had last year. That last year was, hey, it was just a down year. I was banged up. Whatever. Jim Bob Cooter. Okay, I'm not going to say that he was Jim Bob Cooter stone. I whatever. Who cares? We're not talking about Jim Bob Agreed. Cooter anymore. But this team still can't run the ball, and they get dominated in time possession 
for the last seven years, basically. Seven years. Since Barry. And that's an impossible formula to win consistently. So I I just think they've they're I don't think they're gonna be the same team they were the first six weeks of this year. I will I will wrap up Lions talk with this selfishly. I when I look at these next ten games the narrative you want to you want to change the narrative here you want to change people's minds on what this team is with this patricia era go surprise people yep. go win 8 out of 10 go win i mean it's not like it's impossible like there are teams like the 49ers have not lost a game all year yeah there are teams in this league right now that will finish with anywhere from two to three losses, maybe four. Like, it's not ridiculous to think that a football team in this league can't go win, like, even if it's not eight in a row, can't get eight out of ten. Because I think at 10-6-1, that is your bare minimum of having a shot at the wild card, in my opinion. I don't think... Nine seven and one gets it done for you. My math is way ten. Off. You're saying ten sorry. five and one gets you the I'm wild sorry. card. Nine. Yes, I think I don't think nine six and one. I don't maybe, know. maybe then it might. Then it might. No, but, but either way, the but point at the being, same time, you're not doing anything. The point being, we're, you're we're getting your head blown off. We like one in a while. We're time. we're sitting we're sitting here with our reservations based on the Lions' narrative of you have these next 10 games, you need to win at least seven to have a prayer, and you're probably not going to do it. You change the narrative by going to win eight, no questions asked, and at least you're there. I think if you win eight out of the next 10, which put your puts your record at 10-5-1, correct? Yep. Then at least I look at, your, I look at this team and go, okay, you showed up. You know, you, you then I'm not going to play the game of you shouldn't tie the Cardinals. The Packers game should have been a win. Chiefs should have been a win. I'm not going to do that. I'm just saying you showed up when it mattered because you're looking at the next 10 games. You're not looking at the last whatever. So put your plums on the table and go win some football games. Isn't plums a good word? It is. I'm glad you said that. You and guys with have that, both said it. We'll move into the picks. The Lions. And the Giants, I know we didn't even get into like the Giants matchup. They stink. Whatever. I don't Saquon, yeah. whatever. God bless those guys. Good luck. Giants and Lions from Ford Field on Sunday at 1 p.m. If it all works out, I'm going to the game. I hope so. Are you really? I'd like to go. Oh, that's right. You were telling I, me. Yep. I, I would I would think after the Vikings lost, too, the tickets would go down. Nope, yep. people still show up. Anyway. That's right, they do. The Lions, maybe for the first time this year, no, Cardinals, they were probably favored to win, too. Lions are a seven-and-a-half-point favorite. The over-under is at 48-and-a-half, based on what I'm staring at right now. There's different lines everywhere. Seven-and-a-half-point favorite, 48-and-a-half is the over-under. Last week, Ryan Collins picking up two wins? No, one and one. Seven and five, Collins is now. I'm six and six. Trent, five and seven. No surprises there. Wait, what? Did I, did I have the, the over? You, had the, you, you had the Lions money line, and you had the over. Yeah, tough. The Vikings almost hit the over on their own. Anyway, uh, let's go, Collins. We'll start with you. I feel like I start off every week, and I'm going to start off this week. Praising optimism, and I think the Lions will cover, and I think it will hit the under because all the overreacting we're gonna do this week will be like kind of tempered and like middled for the next two weeks because that's what the Detroit Lions do. They bring you back in. They're gonna bring you back in the next two weeks. Don't let them. But at the same time, they're gonna cover, and it's it's gonna be the under because their defense will be better. I was leaving Ford Field. I went to the bathroom. As, I, as I'm as I'm peeing, Cry. I say to myself, 
Because I thought of you guys then at that point. I'm like, oh. Oh, that's nice. Thank I am you. never betting the Lions and under again. I'm betting Lions over for the rest of the season because I'm an idiot. Lions and over. I think Snacks Harrison, if anything, has a lot of tape to look at after that Delvin Cook uh, also, performance. I don't want to cut go you off. Go for it. You're good. I'm tired of Snacks. I love Snacks. Twitter. Dude, I got to be better. I got to be better. It's Next every week, week yeah, dude. Come on. Just don't tweet. Sorry. Sorry. Go ahead. Lions okay. and over for you, I think Trent? Snacks does better. I think, I just think, I, <laughs> I was going to say this, and I'll make this quick. I think if you're going to lose Carrion Johnson, now was the best time to do it. Unfor I mean, you never want to lose him, but you're playing the Giants, who have a terrible defense, and then the Raiders, who have a terrible front seven. I would just rest Carrion. Don't even practice him. Don't even push him. Unless he's 100% good to go, Matt Stafford gets you a win, and the Lions cover, and over. Fair enough. I am going to just completely ride Collins' coattails here because he's the best. He's got the best record. I'm going to take the Lions. I would like to think that you can actually win this game by eight points. Like, I think they'll win by ten. Like, I don't I don't know. I could see them winning by, like, three, two. Who knows? I'm taking the Lions regardless. I'm taking the Lions Part of me wants to say that the Lions are going to put up, like, a 35 spot, and it's going to, like, I don't know, it'll go over they somehow. Won't, they late. won't do that. They but they won't. won't. Yeah. I think this game's going to go under, and, again, mostly because of the fact that that's what Collins took. I will say this, I need so to win. I need to win. I, I think this game will be tight, and then the Lions will just pull, pull away in the fourth corner because Daniel Jones will throw, like, a terrible pitch sets or something. I think that happens. But the Lions are not built to blow out anyone. They're not going to blow out anyone. That's just... I thought they were week one, and they're not capable of doing that. that so the game will be tight. Best fade you've ever done. That was fantastic. I was I, before the show. I was listening to our our picks from last week to make sure I had them correct, and you commented on the fade. So yep. I made it a point this week. I got to get the fade down. Yep, I listen to that kind of stuff. Thank you. Especially oh, when Collins talks. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm totally <laughs> kidding. That, was, that was a total. That was a very unnecessary shot. Hey, anyway. You got to take him every once in a while. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, we're going on an hour 20 here. A bit of a longer what? episode. Oh, yeah, we terrible. talked Pistons that's... forever. Oh, hour 20 we've is had, pretty. We, we, this dude, is an we've episode had hour, Z. We've had hour 45 shows before. I remember we got criticized for yeah. that. You got to shorten the show up. That was whatever. my fault. I 100% take blame. We got that. a lot to say. But anyway, that's going to wrap us up here today for this episode of the Motown Rundown. For Trent Bailey and Ryan Collins, I am Ryan Rabinowitz. Submit any questions comments or suggest topics for the show at motown underscore rundown on twitter or on facebook at the motown rundown page do not miss a single episode of the motown rundown be sure to subscribe to impact wdbm on itunes new episodes every week i think i don't know i have no idea what's going on with programming just here just check our twitter yeah check, check our twitter check the twitter by the way our video I, we just we didn't even talk about the video that we post little snippet of our of our uh live reactions on yeah. it's on gonna Monday take a night. while to make so bear with us we are we are trying we are college students we have things going on we are trying to make this video for you guys we don't want to put out a piece of crap it will get done hopefully this week not sure we got things going on halloween's coming up i don't have a costume either way that's all for us here today folks we'll see you next time you have been listening to the Motown Rundown, brought to you by Impact 89 FM WDBM. For all your Michigan State and Detroit sports coverage, visit impact89fm.org sports, and don't forget to subscribe on iTunes. Hello, everybody,